Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan could be subpoenaed before a committee investigating the invasion and riot January 6th at the U.S. Capitol. 23 of Ohio's 88 counties have coronavirus case rates high enough to qualify them for the CDC's new mask recommendation, but none are near Cleveland. And Sherwin-Williams unveils its campus plan for its Brexville Research Center. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Thursday, July 29th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan said Tuesday he spoke with then-President Donald Trump on the day that rampaging Trump supporters invaded the U.S. Capitol, boosting the chance that Jordan will be asked to testify before a newly established House of Representatives subcommittee probing the riot. In a Tuesday evening Fox News interview, Jordan told Brett Baer he has spoken to Trump countless times, including the day of the riot. He would not tell Baer what they talked about, saying he never reveals the contents of those discussions. Jordan's press office did not respond to our request for more information on his January 6th conversation with Trump. Earlier Tuesday, one of the two Republicans on the committee, Wyoming's Liz Cheney, told ABC News that she believes Jordan may well be a material witness who could be called to testify before the committee. She also said Trump could be subpoenaed. Although Ohio Governor Mike DeWine is not interested in imposing new mask mandates just yet, 23 of Ohio's 88 counties have case and testing rates High enough that the Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention say vaccinated people should wear face coverings indoors. Most of the counties are rural, with the exception of the Dayton and Youngstown areas and Butler County in suburban Cincinnati. The new CDC guidance is a reversal from May when the agency lifted mask guidance for people who were fully vaccinated. It says the latest change was necessary with the more transmissible Delta variant spreading quickly in the United States. Vaccinated Americans should slip masks back on if they live in areas with new infection rates of 50 or more per 100,000 residents. On Wednesday, the Ohio Department of Health reported 1,456 new coronavirus cases, another record for this summer, breaking the previous day's record of 1,317. Daily case reports were around 200 just a few weeks ago. Sherwin-Williams plans to centralize its research and development operations in suburban Brecksville, and that involves a large building that spreads out like fingers on a hand, with plenty of room for employees to interact, according to the plans that company officials detailed Wednesday. The 600,000-square-foot facility, which is about the size of four large Walmarts, will sit in the middle of a 119-acre site off Interstate 77 that provides room to grow while also guaranteeing large swaths of green space preserved for employees. The Cleveland-based Pink Giant announced in February 2020 that it intended to build on the site, consolidating operations now in Warrensville Heights in Cleveland. The building will not be as much of a symbol of the company's presence in Northeast Ohio as the downtown Cleveland skyscraper it also plans to build for its corporate headquarters. 
It will be wider than it is tall and sit back several hundred feet from the street with landscaping that denotes it is a private campus. Cuyahoga County has three sites in mind as the possible home of a permanent diversion center where mentally ill or addicted people could receive treatment instead of getting locked up in the county jail. Public Works Director Michael Dever revealed the sites Wednesday as the old juvenile court complex on East 22nd Street in Cleveland, the Metzenbaum Center on Community College Avenue in Cleveland, and a recently vacated Board of Developmental Disabilities property on Euclid Avenue in East Cleveland. Prospectus Architecture, hired last month to evaluate the possible sites, will identify the best prospect. The Diversion Center is part of the county's plan to reduce the jail population and improve the way the justice system handles mentally ill and addicted people suspected of low-level nonviolent crimes. The permanent center would replace the temporary center currently housed on East 55th Street in a building owned by Oriana House. Cleveland hopes to relaunch its curbside recycling program idled since spring 2020 before the end of this year. It is accepting sign-ups from people who want to opt in for the new program. Mayor Frank Jackson will seek bids from recycling firms, hoping that all of the sign-ups that the city expects will draw potential partners. Cleveland quietly shut down its recycling in April 2020 when its contract with a recycler expired. Since then, all recyclable materials have been shipped to landfills. The city twice sought a new vendor that would be affordable without success. The city had planned to work with a consultant to evaluate the best way to restart recycling and make its entire waste collection operation more efficient. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.